This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I don't have any. Hey, it's Crimson. And what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming. And just thank you for listening. All right, let's actually address a serious topic. Um, and um, I'm going to be very serious when I start this target topic. So let's go on. All right, so guys, I want you guys to realize something. Um, fuck Christopher Columbus, that piece of shit, fucking genocidal and homicidal fucking maniac. Fuck Christopher Columbus, fuck him. Let him, I hope when he went back to fucking Spain and literally was jailed for the atrocity that he's committed, that he was very much subject to the shit that a lot of people in jail are subject to now. Fuck Christopher Columbus and happy indigenous people that. Now, I was, it was brought to my attention that there is, um, here, October the 12th, this is from a uh, webpage called The Oatmeal. October the 12th is Columbus Day in the United States of America. When asked to describe Christopher Columbus, most people generally say two things. He was a brave explorer despite terrible odds, sailed across the Atlantic and proved that the world was round. Secondly, he was tireless, courageous hero who discovered a new world. Now, there are many ideas that compromise uh, that comprise Columbus's legacy. I am here to dispel those motherfucking ideas, and with as much candor as I can muster, introduce a few of my own. This is from the oatmeal. So. In 1491, no one thought the earth was flat. The Greeks by, oh fuck, I forgot that motherfucker's name. With the sticks and the wheel, they determined, they determined that the world was round. Hello, flat earthers. So, no one one thought the earth was flat. The, ne- the notion that the, the pre- that in pre-Columbian times everyone thought the earth was flat is a myth conjured up in the 18th century. Misguided historians started parroting other misguided historians, which trickled down to the sc- school teachers and the idea stuck. Erasmus, Erath- I can't pronounce his name, but yes, that was him. He actually took a whale in Cairo and I believe in Alexandria, saw the difference in the shadows between the two of them and measured and actually got very close to the circumference of the earth, which is actually really cool. I think he used the Pythagorean theory, but he actually found that it was actually really close. So, 
Columbus knew that the earth was round. The Queen of Spain knew that the earth was round. And pretty much everyone with the education knew the earth was round. The ancient Greeks had proven it 2,000 years ago before Columbus was even born. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue and discovered a new world. Glossing over the fact that the natives living in the new world got there 14,000 years before Columbus discovered it, Leif Erikson technically found the new world 500 years before Columbus ever set, set sail, although Columbus' arrived, arrival did mark the beginning of a new era, systematically spreading uh, speaking he didn't discover, uh, semantically speaking, he didn't discover the Americas. I am not here to argue semantics, however. I am here to argue for Columbus' true legacy, a legacy that I believe can be defined by detailing what transpired between Columbus and the Lycanian natives who occupy what is currently known as the Bahamas. In 1493, Columbus' initial voyage to the New World was Revolutionary, but not particularly fruitful. Columbus knew he had stumbled into something big, but he remained uh, myopically focused on gold rather than discovery of new of the new landmass. His myopity was partially fueled by the natives themselves, for they were were gold jewelry that Columbus immediately took note of in his journal. And the sources of gold became his primary objective from then out. A better trade route to Asia be damned. Columbus wanted that. Shut up. This set the precedent for the remainder of Columbus' interactions with the native peoples. On the voyage, on the 1492 voyage, Columbus described them as healthy, generous, and hospitable people. When the Santa Maria was shipwrecked, the Lycanian natives worked for hours to rescue the ship, saving the crew and cargo. When Columbus returned home, he took 25 Lycanian natives with him. Of those, 25, seven survived the voyage. Huh, it sounds almost as if he's making a template for something else for another group of people to travel across the ocean blue and lose more people going across the ocean. There were uh, there was a kindness in the natives Columbus saw there was a kindness in the natives Columbus saw weakness and he concluded in his 1492 journal entry with this I could conquer the whole of them with 50 men and govern them as I please. Sounded really much like an authoritarian there, aren't you, Chris? Upon returning to Spain, Columbus sold the queen the idea of a new world saturated in wealth and prosperity beyond her wildest dreams. She, in turn, outfitted him with 17 ships, 1,500 men, and an arsenal of swords, crossbows, and cannons. So Columbus returned to the new world, this time armed to the fucking teeth. Upon his arrival, he demanded that the Lyonan people give his men food and gold and allow them to have sex with their women. Boy, boy, boy. I'm talking about selling the ocean blue and spreading fucking syphilis. Anyway, um, when the Lyonans refused, Columbus responded by ordering that 
their ears and noses be cut off so that now the now uh, so that the now disfigured offenders could return to the village and serve as a warning to others. Remember, in his law, Christopher Columbus bragged about giving a slave woman to one of his fucking um, commanders on a ship. Eventually, the natives rebelled. Columbus saw this as a perfect excuse to go to war, and with heavily armed troops and advanced weaponry, it would wind up being a very short war. The natives were quickly slaughtered, having only spears, rocks, and other primitive tools to fight. There are eyewitness accounts of fallen Lyonan warriors being fed to hungry dogs while they're still alive, screaming and wailing in agony as the dogs feasted on their limbs and entrails. Yeah, I'm not going to finish this whole... Like, this is the Christopher Columbus that these motherfuckers want to celebrate. This is it? This is it. This motherfucker who literally used to fucking cut off ears and noses to make a fucking point. Man, fuck Christopher Columbus. And the fucking Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Fuck them. Man. Look, look, look. There are not a lot that I would agree on the motherfucking black separatists on. But fuck these colonizers, right? Right? No, fuck. Okay. 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 Shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, no. Fuck Christopher Columbus. And, 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 and. Um, you know what you can, what you don't have to fuck? This, well, I... If you're a, a young lady, I, I may want to fuck you. But you know what? You can actually like and share and subscribe to the channel. Uh, please uh, make sure that you're hitting that bell notification to let you know when I go live or drop a new video. Other than that, guys, I do want to say thank you for watching this video clip. And we're going to fucking cut it here.